Welcome to Light Everywhere Radio Broadcast with your host, Apostle Samuel Quay, ministering life-transforming Word of the Lord. Hello, listeners. Good to have you around. Okay, we are still on the series. We are looking at uh, prayer, that Christians everywhere ought to be praying. And uh, prayer is one of the essentials of the Christian life. But there's confusion. There is misinterpretation. There's abuse. And they want to uh, resolve these issues. Some people really enjoy praying and they want to pray. They are not seeing results. And we want to help such people out. We want to pray according to the word of God. And the last time we're looking at uh, this is uh, in our series. The last uh, lesson we're looking at First John chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. I'll read. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to the will, according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And last time I was saying that at times uh, the only prayer that people know to pray is just asking. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but there's more to prayer than always asking God, give me this, God, give me that. You know, God, do this, God, do that. All right. But confidence, we're talking about confidence in him, boldness in him, confidence in God. Because we know him as the faithful one. Know him is reliable, he's dependable, he's true to his word, he's true to his character. So that is where how we have to, you know, tackle prayer. Then like we said, you have to know the will of God before you even begin to pray. And how do you know what the will of God? You have to go to his, the word of God. The word of God is the revealed uh, will of God. And then we know when you have his spirit because you are born again by his spirit, we know the things that are freely given to us by God. God is a source he has already given. We have to know the things that he has already given. Okay, so now you find out his will. We pray according to his will and we're using prayer somehow. We're using provision. So every, every parent uh, provides for his children. Every parent doesn't enjoy it when their child is sick. And so God doesn't enjoy, uh, how, you know, he doesn't take pleasure in we being sick. He doesn't take pleasure in we being in lack or we being in need. He doesn't take pleasure in we being not able to help somebody or to uh, bring transformation or change uh, to somebody's life or situation. God wants us to partner with him uh, in this life. Let our light shine that men will see our good works and glorify him, the Father. All right, so praying is one way. But like we said, prayer doesn't solve every problem. Prayer doesn't solve every problem. Prayer has its place. Prayer has its place. And praying has its place. It has its place in the word of God. But are we praying according to the word of God? Are we praying based on the new covenant? Are we praying based on the old covenant? Is there confusion about prayer? Are we seeing results? Are we seeing changes in the situations and what have you? Okay. So knowing the will of God is one. Now, I want to introduce something else also here. When we pray, we have to pray in authority and with authority. We have to pray in authority and with authority. And that brings me to another point. In prayer, or when we say we are praying, it's not every time that we are petitioning or we are asking or requesting God to do something. We have to know the difference when you are asking God or when you are addressing God. You have to know that. 
Every prayer should not be addressing God. What we call prayer. Or every situation that we are tackling by way of prayer should not be just addressing God. We have to know the difference. I hope I'm clear about that. But I'm going to go into detail with that. So we have to pray in authority and we have to pray with authority. As a parent, naturally, you have God-given authority. And every parent must exercise their authority. So, you know, some parents can sit by and they'll see their children misbehaving, um, you know, not doing what is expected of them. And, well, a parent can say, well, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say anything. When I say it, they are going to be offended. When I say it, I say, um, you know, it's going to throw a, a temper tantrum, and I don't want that. Oh, the last time I even tackled this issue, you know, I confronted this kind of issue. He left the house and didn't come back, you know, till uh, 12 midnight. You know, I don't want to do this again. You know, I love my child and whatever. And so here, though the parent has authority, the parent is not exercising the authority. The parent is not working in the authority. And the, on the other hand, we'll have a situation where even though the parent confronted the child because of uh, misbehavior, because of um, irresponsibility, and then correction was um, ministered to the uh, child, but the child did not receive it well, the parent again goes in, you know, to correct again because the child is misbehaving or it's not being responsible so far as the word of God is concerned. But as a parent, you have the right. You are the custodian of that child. You have to bring direction to that child. You have control over that child. You have to give, um, you know, point him in the way that he should go. So you go in again and then you correct it. Despite, you know, probably they being upset with you, they're saying things like, oh, you don't love me anymore, or whatever, what have you. Yet you go in there. At times, it's, uh, as a father, I can say that when you correct your child and you see, you know, uh, <laughs> it looks like, it, they make you feel like you are rather doing the wrong thing. And then the way they, I don't know whether it's manipulative or whatever they do, and you, are, you know, they're trying to make you feel bad or whatever. At times, you don't want to see your parent, uh, your, your ch- child that way. But you see, you have to show tough love. You have to have your proper motive. You have to be pure in your motive that you are not trying to hurt this child. You are trying to point them in the right direction. Even the Bible says, he that God loves, he corrects. What has this to do with prayer? Now, let's do the connection. The p- these two parents I've talked about, A and B, the first one, because of uh, backlash and uh, the behavior of the, uh, what do you call it, the child doesn't want to confront or correct anymore. So it's not exercising authority. The second parent, does B, despite the child's uh, reaction to what the parent is doing right, still goes into correct. So, okay, that one is exercising authority. They are in the second one is in authority and exercising authority. <laughs> so, some believers, though we have been given authority by God over the devil, we don't exercise it. Though we've been given authority by God, we are, because we are delegated authority on this earth, we do business on his behalf. So, even though we have authority, we don't walk in the authority. In everything, we expect God. We expect God. We expect God. We expect God to do it. So, that is the other thing I want to bring into this equation. We have to know who we are in Christ Jesus. That we have authority. 
we have the right, legal right and privilege that when we go before God, like Paul says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, 16, come boldly, come boldly, come confidently to the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. So you go boldly knowing that you are loved, you are accepted, your sins are washed, the Father wants to hear you because if you pray according to his will. All right. So then you walk in this. So when you are praying, you pray from a place knowing. Prayer shouldn't be a struggle. You know, these kind of things that people say at times that, you know, you have to stamp your feet. You have to go into all that. This, to me, is emotions. That's all. Go into all that. The Bible doesn't say it's going to hear us based on our crying, based on our gymnastics. You know, it's going to hear us based on his word. If we ask anything according to his will. He will hear us. If we ask anything according to his word, it's not how much we shout, it's not how much we cry. Hallelujah. It's all about what he has said. So, you go knowing that he has already done this. I mean, we, we parents, we, we stack our fridges, refrigerators. When the children go in, they take what they want to take. They know it's for the family, it's for the house. You know, and uh, they won't come to you and say, Oh, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, can I get this? They'll grab it because they know it's for them and they use it. So we have to also have the same thing, knowing that this is already provided, we go take it. Period. So we are lacking authority, and at times we beg God, we beg God, we are begging God, we are begging God. Days of begging are over. Because we are no longer burghers. We are now sons of God. The, the spirit of adoption is upon us. And we are joint heirs with God. We are joint Sorry, we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. According to Romans chapter 8. We are joint heirs. All these things, they belong to us. They are ours. He's given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. We have to know and walk in that authority. And we should pray, we should pray in authority. When we pray in authority and we authority then you see that we pray as what victors the police officer he stops cars he's exercising his authority that's what i'm saying you know he doesn't have a power to stop a running car but he has ability he has authority to stop a car he's a delegated authority we are also delegated authority and we have to pray in that regard hallelujah and so in praying we have to know, okay, are we addressing God? Uh, here, what are we doing? Are we addressing a demon or Satan? Are we addressing um, any kind of um, evil spirit? Um, are we addressing any human being? Or are we addressing any situation? We have to know the difference in praying. What are we addressing? And whom are we addressing? Are we going to God? Because we need something that God only can do. And we cannot do it. In prayer, God has his part, we have, his, uh, we have our part. That is never going to change. God will always have his part, and we are going to have our part. It's partnership. We have to understand it. So even in prayer, there's partnership. There are certain things God will never do because we are expected by God to do those things. And then there are certain things we will never be able to do because it's not given to us to do it. It's only given to God. God has that responsibility and we cannot do that. So let's find out. We have to commit to the things that we are to do or what our responsibility is and allow God to be God. Hallelujah. So it's necessary that we have a, 
our confidence in God. We have uh, our authority in God. We have to rely on him because he says he is the one that will answer. He says he will hear us. So we have to rely on the truthfulness of God and his character. The truthfulness of God and his character that is faithful. Believing God, I mean, involves uh, spirit, soul, and body. Um, God hears us. We have to be settled that he hears us. First uh, Peter 3, 12 says that he watches over you know, his word. His eyes are on us. His ears are open. We have to have confidence in him. We have to have this expectation. Christ in you, the expectation, the outcome of good. And as we pray, all these things should go into you know, gear. Now, we pray at times and then what we are saying is not what is in our spirit. And what we are saying in prayer is not what is in our head. But what is in our spirit should line up uh, with what is in our head. And what is, uh, what is in our head should line up with what we are saying. So we should come in sync. We should come into alignment with God so far as his will his word is concerned and then we are going to see manifestation you cannot pray and believe god and no expectation you have to have expectation you have to pray and then after praying you have to see it imagine the vision you have to visualize it he says he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or even think according to his power that works in us so if we know this he says when we pray according to his will and you know his will he have prayed you have to know that he's going to do even far beyond that and that's the kind of God we serve. Thanks for listening, and we're going to connect again. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. For copies of today's message, please write to Light Everywhere, P.O. Box 136, Manchester, Connecticut, 06040. Again, Light Everywhere, P.O. Box 136, Manchester, C.T., 06040.